Okay, you guys ready? We're going to talk about Jesus tonight. Oh. Nobody's excited about that? I want to start off. Um, turn to Psalms 1. Here. Hey. <laughs> Not me problema. Oh. Hit the road, Jack. I have a question. I know, I'm just waiting for the freaking dog. She's humiliating. Good dog. Okay. Ready? Cool. I have a question, and this is how we're going to start. Okay? Psalm, turn to Psalms 1. Everybody has Psalm 1? Cool. This question is, if the home were to close, would anybody notice? Answer me. Yes. Would anybody notice? Yes. Yeah. Outside of this room. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, Heck yeah. Outside of this room. Be honest with me. Yeah. 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 Be honest with each other. You got a love letter from what? Uh, no. I don't know how you got that. Mm. <laughs> Did you send one? Was it me? I don't think he heard you. I think he was That's awesome. I think the big thing is that I want to focus on before we get into the scripture is um, nobody should notice if the home closes. Let me tell you why. Because you have been anointed. Do you understand that? By the Lord. To do His work. The home is not to be the sole purpose of doing His work. Your ministry is not the sole purpose of doing His work. Let me put it this way. If a pastor is only... How do I say it? If a pastor only shows up and is a Jesus person on Sunday, he's no pastor of mine. If somebody just shows up on a Thursday night to this place called the home... They're no follower of Jesus. They're the follower of the home. And if nothing changes outside of this room, then we're missing the point. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think the big thing is, is like, great. It's cool that people would notice if the home closed. Great. We're making an impact. But why are we making an impact? Because the people. Right? Not that that little house logo it all of a sudden baptizes people in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No, you do. You open eyes by the help of Jesus. Do you understand that? No. Isn't that cool? Does, it, does that encourage you or discourage you? It should encourage you. If it doesn't encourage you, uh, you got other problems. Put her in the office. Ah, she's so... My pets are the spawn of the devil. She terrifies me. 
Well, she just ran in the presence of Blake and whatever. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but if any church closes, we shouldn't see a lull in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Correct? We shouldn't. If we do see a lull in Jesus in that space, then the people have failed. I don't want us to fail. Obviously, I don't want the home to fail. Duh. And it won't because Jesus is backing it. But, you know, if it were, that should encourage you guys all the more to follow Jesus and to take him where you go. Mm -hmm. Let me change the verbiage there. It should should make you um, go with Jesus everywhere you go and have him guide you where you go, not bring him. He's not a pet. You understand that? Jesus is not a pet. You don't just put him on a leash and say, all right, we're going this way. Mm -hmm. He tells you where you're going. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Cool. Psalms 1. It will kind of tie into this, okay? Psalms 1, I just want to read it real quick. It's a very, very little tiny psalm, but I'm going to preach on it for for probably an hour. Cool? Lord, show us your word. Holy Spirit, illuminate your word to us so that we can have a whole other depth of who you are. In Jesus' name. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But he delights in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Verse 3. This man is like a tree planted by streams of water, that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Okay, pretty black and white, pretty easy statement to understand, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm going to add a little bit of a depth to it, though. Have you guys heard this before? Have you guys read this before? Yes. Yeah? Everybody's always started, I'm going to read the Bible, and I'm going to start in Psalms 1, and then you make it to 50, because you're weak. Right? Yeah. You're weak. Mm-hmm. Here, come here. Come here, girl. Just lay down. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, everybody's so glad that you're here, and you're just going to hang out. Here, let's do this. Okay, so we've heard this before probably, right? Yes? Okay. Come here, baby. Nope, 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 nope. You are ruining everything. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just if she comes up to you, just ignore her, okay? Cool. You're cool. You suck. (laughs) Okay. So, first thing I want to touch on is I want to ask you a question. And, hey, hey, welcome to my house. (laughs) Welcome to my living room tonight. This is the way I'm going to preach tonight. Is that cool? Yeah. Great. All right. I want to ask you, am I an abundant Christian? 
What's the word abundant mean? Like lively, right? Lively. Alive. Full of life. Am I abundant? Am I an abundant Jesus follower? From what I've seen, yeah. Not me. You. <laughs> I know my answer. Jeez, or else I wouldn't be asking you. I thought we were talking about you too. No, yeah, yeah, that's all. Come on. What am I? No, come on. Great job, Chase. <laughs> Chase eats crayons like three meals a day. Hey, focus back on the Lord. Are you, let me put it this way, are you an abundant Christian? Yes? Yes? Everybody in here is an abundant Christian, full of the Holy Ghost, working in His power, working in His Spirit all the time. That's the way it's mapped out in Scripture. Abundant. Apostolic. Yes? Mm-hmm. A disciple. How were they described? They asked a lot of questions, yeah? Ask a bunch of questions. Why? Because they want to know more. Mm-hmm. Are we asking Jesus questions or are we just questioning Him? That's good. Are we seeking to understand more or are we just saying, Jesus, really? Are we hungry for more of the Spirit? Or are we just content with where we're at? We took our spiritual gifts test, and then that's our spiritual gifting, and then we're just sitting in that. If you know me well, you know what I mean by that. Do you understand this? Am I abundant? How many of you, not keeping score or anything, don't see that? Okay. I just want to know how is an abundant Christian mapped out in Scripture? Tell me. They spend the time with the Lord. They know who the Father is. They ask the Spirit to reveal things to them and not just like, I'm going to use my personal because I can fix somebody else. Uh, for me, I desire and wanted to fulfill what the Lord has in my life. So it means like I'm going to ask Him about where am I at, what is holding me back, and how can I repent for it. Okay. Um, I'm not afraid to be open about my sin to anybody that is going to call me, who's going to push me farther in my faith, um, because the Lord sees everything, so I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid how people can judge. Okay. Tell me the scripture. Somebody, please tell me the scripture of what it means to be an abundant Jesus follower. And go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation. Thank you. What else? I already like you. What else? <laughs> Picking up your cross daily. Picking up your cross daily. Great. Keep going. You already know I like you. They will know that they are followers of Jesus by their love. Yes, by their love. What yeah. else? I'm not trying to trick you guys tonight. This is just stuff that we've heard before but don't really know the meaning of it. Remember? We're in that series. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sitting at his feet. That's it. Cool. Okay. 
See the different layers so far? What else? Therefore they gave the Lord the first and the best of their harvest. Okay, so first fruits. Great. What else? Fruits of the Spirit are kind of a good one, yeah. That kind of marks you as a Christian, yeah. Mm -hmm. Told you I wasn't trying to trick you. 1 Corinthians 12 maps out what a Christian looks like, yes. Do you know what 1 Corinthians 12 says? Or are you just shaking your head because I said it? <laughs> I know it's 12 9, so. Good. That's, that's like uh, talking about the different things of love, right? No, nope, that's 13. That's 13. You know that because you've been to so a lot of weddings. <laughs> what? It's boasting about your weaknesses. Nope. First Corinthians 12. 12 is spiritual gifts. <laughs> spiritual gifts, yes? Mm -hmm. We understand... We can only say yes to that question if I'm walking in all of that. I love how 1 Corinthians 12 ends. It says, as he entrusts them. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So you're not assigned one. Hmm. Hello, my name is kind of thing. You're not assigned it. Okay. He entrusts. So think of it this way. You could be entrusted with every single one of those gifts. Mapped out in First Corinthians twelve. Does that excite you? Mm -hmm. That really excites me. Hmm. I'm almost through the list. I'm almost there. Who else is almost there? Madison, are you almost there? Yeah. Heck yeah! Don't you guys want to be? Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yes. Like this is what an abundant Christian looks like. Where we go, everything has to change. I was watching a video the other day and I couldn't help but cry. It's one of my favorite evangelists. He was walking down the street during a Satanist convention. Guy was dressed up as a devil guy. I don't know. He had horns and everything. And this man walked up to him looked at him in the eye and said, you know, Jesus loves you. This guy had a painted white face, had the weird creepy contacts in, everything that would make you and me turn the other direction and say, hmm, wrong way. Mm -hmm. I took a wrong turn. This man went up to him and said, I know that Jesus loves you. And he started just praying over, prophesying over him. This, this, this demon man, oh, that's what I'll call him, I'm sorry. That's what I'll call him. It's just started weeping. Just started weeping. Accepted the Lord. Mm. That, is carrying, that is us being under the influence of Jesus all the time. Mm. That's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Do you know this? Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. This is beautiful things. Beautiful things come from living a life with Jesus. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Mm -hmm. Isn't that your heart's cry? Shouldn't that be your heart's cry? If it's not your heart's cry, make it your heart's cry. Lord, I don't want to live anymore unless it's for you. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, great, I guarantee that. I'll sign, seal, and deliver that. And mm-hmm. boom, he'll start using you right away. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Does that excite you? Does that encourage you or discourage yeah. you? It should. Mm-hmm. It really, really should. You should see the same miracles that happen here in your workplace, at your schools. You're getting coffee. You're getting tea. If you're at boondocks. Do you understand that? You carry the presence of Jesus. And as Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man who does the opposite of these things. Okay? So let me kind of do this a little bit backwards. Okay? I want to start in verse 3 and tell you what your life should look like. And then I'm going to rip you apart. Okay, so... um, uh, Anyways, walking as an abundant Christian. Ready? This is Psalms chapter 1. Let's start verse 3. When you're an abundant Christian, blessed is the man. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. That's pretty cool, yeah? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why it's really cool in a second. In all that he does, he prospers. See that? Mm-hmm. He prospers. There is such thing as a prosperity gospel, and the one you've been fed is false. This is the prosperity gospel. Do you understand that? Not yet. Cool. The wicked are not... Uh, okay, so that's where we'll stop. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in all seasons, and its, we- and its leaf does not wither. Okay. So if you are abundant, you're planted next to water, you're ready, Mm -hmm. and you don't wither. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me shed a little bit more light on it. You're planted by streams of water. What do you think the water symbolizes? Spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you think the seasons symbolize? That a circumstance, that a change does not change you. Mm -hmm. And then leaf. What is a leaf? Faith, okay. The fruit. The fruit does not wither. It's always good. It's always ripe. It's always ready. Same thing as the season, yes? This is beautiful. That is an abundant Christian. Planted in the Holy Spirit. Yes? You're planted next to a stream. You see the tree here. Here's the water. Yes? Yeah, this is going to be really funny on the podcast. Here's your tree. Here's the, here's the streams. Okay? This tree has roots that are running into the water. Yes? It's a smart smart tree. Yes? Are you a smart tree? Are you planted in the right spot, but your roots are going the opposite direction? A smart tree goes towards the water, not away from it. A wicked tree, a dumb tree, a stupid tree goes away from the water. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They wither and die. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. So, let me put it this way. If you're a tree and you're not drinking of the water of the Holy Spirit, you're always going... Yeah, yeah, that's good. You're always going to have a short fuse 
And you're always going to be like a cottonwood. Let me put it this way. Do you know cottonwoods? They die from the inside out. They are this big tree, monstrosity of a tree. They're huge, lots of shade, lots of purpose behind a cottonwood, right? That tree out there is a cottonwood. It's huge, right? But when they start dying and they start withering, they actually die from the inside out. If you're backslidden, if you're trying to weave and bob and yourself through, maybe believing in Jesus, maybe not some days, maybe doing it this day, maybe not the other day, you're actually dying from the inside out. And then what happens? There's nothing inside and it gets really weak. Mm. And then a season changes and you fall and it's done. Right? Mm-hmm. Be a smart tree. Be a very, very smart tree. A smart tree plants next to water, drinks of the water. Plants next to water, drinks next to water. Right? And then I want you to be like an aspen. You know what aspens do? Mm-hmm. What do they do? Are you talking about that they all come in a huge grove and all their roots intertwine? Yes. They store water so that way when our yes. seasons come, they... And they have all these little sprouts all over the place, Right? They have all, my dad used to be so mad. He had aspens and all these little sprouts would pop up in his lawn. And he'd be like, oh, I hate these little things, right? I'm telling you, it's a good thing tonight, okay? So be like an aspen where it's intertwined, yes? Mm-hmm. Sufficient on water. And then you'll see these sprouts pop up. Pew, pew, pew. And who are those sprouts? Other people that are seeing your faith walk. Seeing your faith walk. Seeing what's, what the change is in your life. And then them saying, I want some of that. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Some of the healthiest trees are next to water. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the way they're designed to work. They're designed to go towards water. Do you understand you're designed to go towards the water of the Holy Ghost? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that tonight? Mm -hmm. Right? When we sing, your spirit's like water to my soul. That's what that means. That's what that means. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's an abundant Christian. If you have a Bible in front of you, put a box around three and four. And write, abundant next to it okay abundant three yeah just three sorry thank you Ashton they're just clumped together so I thought it was all yeah and then the wicked in verse 4 the wicked are not so but they're like chaff that the wind drives away Okay, so now I want to talk about the opposite of being an abundant Christian. The opposite of being an abundant Christian is living in too much sin. Living in unrepentant sin. Okay, let's, let's look at verse 1. Ready? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits at the seat of scoffers. Okay? 
So wicked is the man that is in the counsel of the wicked, that stands in the way of the sinners, that sits in the seat of scoffers. Yes, that's the wicked man, correct? Do you see the progression that happens here? Walking, standing, sitting. You see that? Yes? So often we start walking in sin. Then we stop in our sin. Not like in the good way of stopping in sin. We're just like, okay, this is kind of coming normal to me. And then we sit down in it. We get ourselves cozy in our sin. This is wicked. You understand this? Mm-hmm. Walking into sin, stopping in the sin, and sitting, uh, getting cozy in the sin. Do you understand that sin is actually you losing a spiritual battle? Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just think that we're, in, we're so kind of in control of everything, but it's actually a battle that's happening over every single decision over your life, right? I think the best representation of that is in, I think it's Daniel 3, if you want to read it. There's just this kind of battle, this supernatural battle that happens over every single decision of your in your life. And, some, and usually it's sometimes sin, right? There's two forces at work, the demonic and the heavenly. Yes? Mm-hmm. Obviously we want the heavenly to win, yeah? Mm-hmm. Good, and they already have. Do you know that? Yeah. But sometimes when we say no, mm-hmm. we can actually neg- we can actually negate that victory that has already happened over that area. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. So when I walk into sin, then I can get cozy in sin by standing in it, and then I will st- actually start sitting in it, mm-hmm. and it will just become my normal. Or maybe you've heard this: I just am this way. Mm. This is just who I am. Maybe you've even said that. Right? I am just a compulsive liar. It's just who I am. No, it's actually a sin. Sin is losing a spiritual battle. If my reaction is not biblical, then we lose a spiritual war that's over that area. You understand this? When I give in to something that I know that isn't God-breathed, I'm actually giving victory to the demonic. I'm not giving victory where the victory already was won. We're saying, nope, sorry, Jesus. Okay? But the cool thing is, Jesus gave us an out, yes? Mm-hmm. And we have the first step in that out. It's this word called repentance. You guys heard this word before. The actual definition of this word repentance means to turn away from. To turn away from. Not 360, 180. 180. I always do that too. Take a 180. 360. All right. I just did a circle. I just just spun. (laughs) Now do a 180. That's repentance, 180. I am headed this direction. I know that it's not of God. Oh, so what's the opposite of not of God? With God. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. It's, okay, I'm going to repent of that. If me doing, give me a sin. 
Hey, wow. What? Is that sitting on your mind there? We'll pray for Zach later. <laughs> so, heroin, heroin, I guess, the opposite of the doing heroin is not doing it, which is living a life with Jesus, <laughs> right? I know that it's kind of silly, but that's how simple it is. Mm-hmm. If you know something's a sin, do the opposite of it, mm-hmm. right? We, uh, I'm not going to go there yet. Do the opposite of it. It's a beautiful thing. You have the capability of doing that. Why? Because Jesus is already victorious over that. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Him dying on the cross said, I'm victorious over all sin. Mm-hmm. My, my blood is paid for. Right? He poured out that blood for that sin. The one that's on the front of your mind right now that you're feeling very convicted of. Okay? That sin. He paid the price for it. He poured out His blood for it. And then you walking in it. What are you trying to be? Mr. Clean? Trying to clean it up? Trying to clean up His blood? That's not cool. Don't do that. Just turn away from it. It's already paid for. I want to get to the point in my own life, and I have this over some areas, but in every single aspect where I see sin, I want to not be able to see it because it's so covered in blood. You see that imagery? Mm -hmm. It's so covered in blood that I really actually can't even see it. And I know, okay, that's not where I'm supposed to go because it's already paid for. I I, I should not go that way. Mm. I should go this way. Does that make sense? Mm I know it sounded a little gory and gruesome, but it's the way it is. I mean, Jesus didn't just give his blood for no reason. It's actually the life source of everything. Blood is the only reason you're alive. Mm -hmm. A heart can't keep you alive without blood. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that was, I learned that in school. Every true repentance, we must get closer and closer to God. True. I can repent. I, uh, frick. Growing up, I repented of sins every single freaking day, it felt like. Like, Lord, I will never do this again. <laughs> What's the SpongeBob? Five minutes later. Yeah. You're starting yeah. now. Starting now, and then I'm already falling back into it. Yeah. Mm. Five minutes later. I mean, now. yeah. Right? That's the way my early faith walk was. Hey, it didn't get me anywhere. Do you understand that? It didn't get me anywhere. True repentance, we have to get closer and closer to God. Why? Just because it sounds right? But like, really, why? Why do we have to get closer to God when we do this? Because you have more desire for that sin anymore because you're so yoked in Christ. Yeah. So you don't even Exactly. Mm. Less sin, more God. Easy equation. If you want an equation tonight, there it is. Less sin, more God. Not just for the sake of not sinning, but literally saying, Lord, I need to honor you more, so I don't want to sin. Don't let me fall into this, Lord. I want to honor you. Because I mean, we all know good people who... All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie today. 
And hey, great. I don't like liars. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But like when we do it in the sight of God, it's different. It's a different ball game. We actually become, we actually unveil a portion of who he is. Another layer of actually who he is, his character of who he actually calls us to be. When we don't dabble in things that are not of him. Do you know that? And then when we walk in this, those voices, ah, that sounds weird. I'm going to say it. Those, vo- those other voices, those other influences that you hear day after day, they'll start to get drowned out. They really, really will. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think our, our, these voices of, of our friends, family, all these people are so drowned out. Uh, are, are drown out everything else in our in our mind, but like when we follow Jesus, everything else kind of fades away. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? It's it's a big big deal. When I start living a life of true repentance, because I'm sinful. You guys are sinful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All of us are sinful. Mm-hmm. We know sinful people around us. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's easier to see in them though, right? Uh, those people are really jacked up, <laughs> right? can point out everybody's sin, man. Right? Oh, nobody else does this? What? You don't do this? Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. Frick, nobody's listening to me but you? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Dog's up again. This is so annoying. All right, for, turn to First John 1, 9. You guys with me tonight? This is yes. making sense yeah. so far? Okay. Yeah, I know. God gave us full control over all the beasts of the First John one nine. Everybody there? It's really far back in your Bible if you're struggling. Go to Revelation and then turn left. Just a couple pages. So one nine? Yeah. Yeah. First John one nine. Ready? If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to give to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What's righteousness? Walking with the Lord. Give me one word. What's righteousness? Good. That's a characteristic of the one word that I want. Huh? No, what's righteousness? Come on. Pure. Yeah, you're describing the person. Tell me who the person is. Jesus. Jesus. That's righteousness. I can't make myself holy. I can't make myself pure. I can't make myself blameless. He's the one who is all those things. Yes? Mm -hmm. It's Jesus. When I think of righteousness, I think of... Jesus. Right. Somebody, Somebody say it with me. 
When I think of righteousness, I think of Jesus. Thank you. Only way to get to heaven is by righteousness alone. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Yep. Yeah. What's that actually mean? By Jesus. By Jesus. The, did you know that the only way to get to heaven is by Jesus? Mm -hmm. He is the righteous one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? You cannot get yourself to heaven. <laughs> you can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of us are holier than others, but like, <laughs> I can't get myself to heaven. I can't. None of you can. Unless you're a dog, then all dogs go to heaven. But, like, nobody can get themselves to heaven. You have to have Jesus. If you're looking elsewhere, you're missing the point. Did you know sin is described as this? Sin is actually described as a bullseye. This is actually the, the definition, a biblical definition. It's actually a bullseye. And a, I am a bow and arrow guy. Archer. Archer. Archer thank you. My last name. A bowman. I'm a bowman. And I take, I take an arrow and I release it. And if I don't hit the bullseye, I have missed the mark. Mm -hmm. That's what sin is actually. That's actually what sin means. Mm -hmm. If I miss the mark. Correct? Yeah. So if I'm a good person and I pull that back and I still miss the middle, I've missed the mark. Yeah. Why? Because I didn't do it through Jesus. Mm -hmm. Did you know that I can only hit the mark when I follow Jesus? Mm -hmm. Do you know if you get so focused on not sinning, you actually will start sinning in other ways? Yep. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you can only stop sinning by focusing on Jesus? Mm -hmm. Did you actually know that? Because it's super, super easy. It's super, super simple. You don't have to, okay, I have to open up this word every single day for 30 minutes minimum, and then I have to, I have to journal, and then I have to pray for 30 minutes minimum. and all. That's overwhelming. Hey, that's your relationship with the Lord. More power to you. But that does not make you hit the mark every single time. I mean, I, can read, I could read this book and get nothing out of it without the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. right? That is why we have to be like trees planted next to streams of water, drinking of the Holy Ghost day after day, yep. knowing that He is the sufficient one to fill my veins, mm. right? No. What do trees do? Well, they grow. Great. What else do they do? What's their like, whole purpose of being ever on the planet? Oxygen. Yes, they release something into the air. Are we that kind of people? Mm. Do we release that? Right? Trees knock out pollution. Do you understand that? Our world is polluted. Think of it as a sinful pollution. Are you a tree planted next to streams of water that actually gets rid of that? Because mm. that's what you carry. You're righteous because now Jesus said he lives inside of you. Do you understand that? This is, big, this is a very, very big deal. This is a huge deal. So if I am going into places and nobody sees a difference and you're not seeing a difference, shame on you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shame on you. That's bad. There has to be a difference being made. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Hey, people watch what they say around me when they're at work. <laughs> they do. 
clients, they treat me a little bit differently. Some of them attack me a lot. They're just a little bit more demonic than the others. <laughs> I hope one of them's listening right now. You know who you are. Just joking. Uh, but some of them just like open up to me. This freedom. You know, I've had a couple clients cry on my shoulder last month. Yeah, is it kind of uncomfortable sometimes? But like, yeah, it's really uncomfortable when a grown man starts crying on your shoulder. But why? Mm. Jesus. Mm. Right? Yeah. I can only show up here on Thursday and, and talk to you like this because I'm doing it. Mm. I was telling the guys Tuesday. Should I tell them? I was telling the guys Tuesday that... Uh, there was a client, and he he. Uh, I was closing out his project, and his uh, he couldn't extend his arm fully. He he had full motion in this arm. He showed me, but he was like, "This is as far as I can take this arm." I was like, "Wow, that really sucks. It hurts, huh?" You know, and he was like, "Yeah, it really, really hurts." I was just like, "Hey, would you mind if I just prayed for you?" What happened? Everything changed for the guy. He was doing this. That's the way it goes. Mm -hmm. This is the life of a person who loves Jesus. And no, I'm not glorifying myself. I'm glorifying Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if you think I'm glorifying yourself, correct yourself. Okay? I'm glorifying Jesus. Because I can't do it. I'm not some ma magic <laughs> man. You know? Just love Jesus. And that guy got like, to experience Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right? And I said, hey, call me if it comes back. <laughs> he hasn't called me yet. <laughs> so, the, uh, just like live with Jesus. Things will happen. Right? Yeah. When an Achilles tendon got uh, healed in my palm, it was at a mall. It wasn't at a church service. Mm. It was at a mall. In the food court at Park Meadows. Right behind the Ben and Jerry stand. Right? Mm-hmm. We, I want to have these kinds of stories, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I love stories that happen here. It's beautiful. It's great. But like, I want you to be busting at the seams saying, dude, guess what happened in science class? <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, guess what happened while I was at Chipotle? Right, because only people get healed at Chipotle, not Qdoba. It's wow. uh, the oh, devil. Wow, that hurts. Okay. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously, this is the way it goes. So, this is the way it goes. Follow Jesus. Okay, turn to Second Timothy two nineteen. Turn to the left. Two left. Two left. Two left. Second Timothy two nineteen. <laughs> but God's firm foundation but God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone whose names, the name of the Lord, depart from iniquity. 
Second Timothy two nineteen. Did I read too soon? Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. Did I say Corinthians? No. Okay. Second Timothy two nineteen. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this quote, the Lord knows those who are his. And quote, let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Everyone who says the name of Jesus depart from iniquity. That's you. You sing it. You do it. You worship him. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not worshiping him. I don't know what you're worshiping, but like <laughs> you're you're singing his songs. They're for him. Mm-hmm. That's his. You're saying his name, Lord, Lord, Lord. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. you're saying him. So depart yeah. from it. Move on from it. You know, just do it, please. Wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool? Do I still struggle with sin? Yes, I do. But when the Lord says get rid of it, I, I, I make a point to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know? The things flare up, yes. Mm-hmm. But when the Lord says get rid of it, cut it out. You're being moved by anger right now, Lex. Cut it out. Then I better stop. I better slow down. I better take a step back. And I better apologize and repent. Yes? Mm-hmm. yes. This is the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, we should sit with the Lord, then we should stand with the Lord, and then we should start walking with the Lord. The complete opposite of what a a wicked man does. Mm -hmm. Sit at his feet, stand up, and then, as Ephesians says, start walking in the Spirit. Right? Hey, and I understand that it gets tough sometimes. I understand that some voices feel like they're louder than others. But I'm telling you, you'll only be satisfied if you're drinking of the water of the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. If your life depends on it, look at the Lord. If your life doesn't depend on it, look at the Lord. But act as if your life depends on it and walk with the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. A wicked man walks in sin, stands in sin, and sits in sin. A blessed man sits by Jesus' feet, stands with him arm in arm, and then starts walking with him. Mm -hmm. Right? It's no coincidence that in Acts... They were sitting in the upper room praying, and then they prayed for boldness, which is standing with him, mm-hmm. and then they started taking the streets. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the way we should start our mornings. Mm-hmm. Sit at Jesus' feet, pray for a boldness, pray for an anointing to face the day, and then start walking with him. Right? Right? 
Anything else, Lord? I want us in a year from now, all of us sitting in this room, to look at each other and be able to say without a shadow of a doubt that I am am an abundant Christian. Right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that one man named Philip changed all of Ethiopia? Do you know that one name, one man named Jesus changed the entire world? Imagine what you can do just by submitting to the Lord. Saying, I'm going to sit at your feet until you tell me to do something otherwise. Right? Mm-hmm. The Lord called me to spend more time with him in the morning. I asked him if he was sure. Because <laughs> I really like my sleep. Mm-hmm. And I've loved it. I've loved spending more time with the Lord. And what's even more frustrating is that Madison has started showering before me. And if you know me, I take about an hour, 40 minutes, close to an hour long shower every single morning. And that's where I pray. I sit in the shower. It's weird. Yeah. So she showers before me and she's been taking my hot water. (laughs) So it's been forcing me to get out of the shower faster. So it has actually opened up more time to spend in the in the Word, in in books that I'm reading of trusted people, um, and to spend time just at the feet of Jesus. Right? Mm-hmm. So, if the Lord is calling you to wake up earlier, say yes. This will change everything. Mm-hmm. And then just be ready. Say, all right, Lord, now I want you to start waking me up. When you want to speak to me, when you want to spend time with me, and he'll start doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay? The word wicked is harsh, and I understand that it's harsh because the Lord hates wickedness. Mm-hmm. He loves to bless you. Mm-hmm. And what's he say in Psalms 1? Let me read it perfectly. (sighs) Psalms 1. His leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. The Lord loves to bless his people because he says, blessed is the man. Mm-hmm. And he loves to make his people prosper for his gain. Mm-hmm. You understand that? Mm-hmm. He loves to make his people prosper. Do you believe that tonight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that the Lord wants to bless and make you prosper? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's just read the Bible. It says it. 
And what it, what does this word mean? It doesn't come back void, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't come back void. We know this. Mm-hmm. When he says, blessed is the man, and in all that he does, he will prosper. Why can he say all so boldly? Because it doesn't come back void, yes, but why else? Because he showed you how to not walk in wickedness. Mm-hmm. And when you're not walking in wickedness, then you walk in all of what he's telling you to do. You're walking in glory. You're walking in blessing. You're walking in power, all for the name of Jesus. And all that you do, you will prosper. Isn't that beautiful? Do you want that for yourselves? Yes. Cool. Hold out your hands as if you're receiving something. And Jesus, we we all say, I receive this. And Lord, may I be a smart tree planted next to your waters. Your your Holy Spirit. And may I only seek your Holy Spirit as my life source. Lord, I pray the same thing for every single person in this room. That they would only seek your spirit for their life source, and that they would turn away from all wickedness in the name of Jesus right now. That, Lord, you would bring a spirit of repentance and blow it through this room right now in Jesus' name, and that we would turn away from things that you're calling us away from. That we wouldn't ask, are you sure? But we would just say, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Almost the same way we say, yes, sir. Lord, thank you that we have opportunity to be blessed and that we have opportunity to prosper for your namesake. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we love you. We magnify you, and we want to magnify you even more with our lives, with what comes out of our mouths, because, Lord, we know what our heart carries, our mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, would you change us? Would we not be like cottonwoods who die from the inside, but would we spring up life like aspens? Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.